In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. So I'm five, 1977-78. Story number five, the best I can recall. So... In the 70s, my mom got married a second time, and he had a couple kids, and two of those kids lived with us, Eric and Heidi, my sister, Julie, and they liked going camping, and so we would jump in the van or the truck, and they had like a tow-behind pop-up trailer, and we would go places, and I got to recall some of it was fun, some of it wasn't fun. Part of it, which wasn't fun, was that I was forced to listen to country music. And in the 70s, maybe you like country music. I did not. I thought it was whiny. I thought the fiddle, the banjo, all that kind of stuff was just almost making me feel like I needed to put like earplugs in or a pillow over my head to make sure that I didn't hear it. And it wasn't like I could complain. I'm a little kid. You know, I'm five years old. And... A track after A track into that machine. Oh my gosh, are we there yet? I think that's probably where that was born for so many kids is like being stuck in the backseat of a vehicle, just listening to the same stuff over and over. And you're just like, are we there yet? Can we get out? I need to go to the bathroom. Can we eat? Um, But the reason I'm telling the story is I didn't like country music. And I know that, you know, from like the 70s, all the way to the early 90s, I listened to classic rock, um, hip-hop, R&B, etc. And I'm going to get into that later because there's some really important stories around music that really today is such a big part of my life. Um, so now I'm off into college, late 91, and past a campus radio station and I asked if there was an opportunity for me to, you know, get an air shift or whatnot. And they're like, no, you can't. One thing led to another. I finally did. And from that, I got an opportunity to work at a local radio station. By the way, it was a country station pushing buttons for a show with a guy, Bob Kingsley. I think it was called American country countdown. I could be mistaken. And it was a recorded show sent to the radio station during the week. And then on Saturday or Sunday, usually like a shift that didn't have a lot of listeners, six to like 10, it would play. And I I think $8 an hour is what I made pushing buttons. I think I'm not 100%. I said yes to that opportunity at a country station to push buttons for this show And I started listening to 90s country, and it sounded way, way different than that 70s country that I was forced to listen to. But on that show, they would reflect and play like an old classic. And and some of it made me cringe, and some of it made me dance. And the reason this story is so important is that sometimes 
we're asked to do something and our knee-jerk reaction is no. For me, that's still true today. I'm a no person at first. Some years later, though, when I got the opportunity to work at that college station to then get my first job in radio paid, and I said yes, my life changed. So sometimes we're going to do things and we don't like it. And sometimes we're going to do things a second time and find that we have missed out. And why did we wait so darn long to try it again? If I didn't participate in country music, most of the people in my life today, I probably wouldn't know. Because everything happens for a reason and all of the stuff going on, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all bring us to the point we're at right now. So if I didn't say yes to country music, there would be no Amber. Amber, there would be no Ethan and Owen, and my life wouldn't be where it's at today. So moral of the story, you may say no, or you maybe you have said yes to some stuff. And as my uh, son Owen has taught me, he says, you know, say yes until it makes sense to say no. I like that. Um, I have learned that not like turning my nose to it, but like, sure, I'll try it. I'll give it another shot has been some of the best advice I've ever been given is like, do it again. Maybe this time it'll be different. And it has transformed my life. And one of those artists that I couldn't stand in the seventies, um, or I didn't understand, maybe, maybe I'll put it that way. I didn't understand was Willie Nelson. I just... I didn't get it. And today I love them. But during my radio career, um, I got an opportunity to MC and bring Willie onto stage and then bring Willie off of stage. And I wanted to meet him. I did like, you know, cause kind of before the show, he's in the back getting ratty. Then you bring him on stage. He sings. And then afterwards you don't really get to talk to him. Cause they usually kind of get in their bus and go on their way. But Willie was open to meeting everybody who lined up and wanted to meet him. And, I waited my turn and, and Willie said, hi, Tony. He read it off my jacket and we chatted for about two minutes and then he made eye contact and then he looked right at me and he said, nice to meet you, Tony. And he did that for like every person in line. And that has really helped me over my life to, to make moments matter with the people who matter most and, and to, to genuinely look people in the eye when you're having a conversation with them. And today, like I love country music. I absolutely, 100% probably music of choice. Yeah, I love my hip-hop. Don't get me wrong. Um, I love my 80s music. But country music is amazing. And I love classic music. I love country from the 70s, early 80s. I like all of it today. And so I'm so glad that I said yes to something I said no to. And I tried it again. And I didn't quit. And I want that lesson for you, Ethan and Owen, is that maybe sometime in your life um, you've tried something or you did something and you didn't like it. Don't rule out giving it another shot. There's something magical about going back. And, and maybe at the end, you won't like it. That's okay. But at least you know you tried again. Growing up, uh, our boys around the, the dinner table, we would call it a no thank you bite, especially if we were over at like people's houses um, and they would serve food. We would look at our kids and go, remember, a no thank you bite. That we made them try it no matter what. My taste buds have changed over the years. What things I enjoy have changed over the years. So just don't rule out everything. Try it again. Still don't like it. At least you know you tried. Um, that's some really amazing advice because 
It has literally transformed my life. If I would have said no, I look back on where I'm at today, I wouldn't have any of it. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all part of it. It's all part of our kind of plan in life that I think is laid out for us, and we're just enjoying it one day at a time. And until next time, go make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.